0: Today on the Callahan podcast. Well, we are 2 weeks into the season, into the NFL season. I think we can all agree that Cam Newton is better than Tom Brady. Wow, who saw that coming? We'll talk about the uh Patriots almost win out in Seattle and Brady's win and his uh his first win in Tampa and we'll go around the league, around the NFL. It was a great exciting NFL Sunday and nobody tested positive for the coronavirus. Also, Also uh, the Democrats are in a tough spot right now and we're going to tell you whose fault that is. I'll give you a hint. It's not Lindsey Graham's. It's not Donald Trump's. It's a mess. And uh, it's going to be fun. 43 days to the election. And uh, I think, I think now we know why Biden's the favorite because according to Biden, 200 million Americans have died from COVID. So, Hey, obviously, Trump's got to go. But uh, we'll get into all that with our friend Turtle Boy on the Callahan Podcast today, brought to you as always by DCU. If you love your car but hate your car payment, no problem. Refinance your car today with DCU and they can help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy and their loan experts will help find a loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance. Insured by NCUA. Membership required. Okay, Kone. Let's do this. This is the Jerry Callahan podcast. Right, I'm, just, I'm going to start off. I'm going to say something that uh, in my previous uh, occupation I probably wouldn't be allowed to say, and if I did say it, I'd be uh, the bleep it, the dump it. Right now, two weeks into the NFL season, Cam Newton is better than Tom Brady. Yes, Cam Newton is better than Tom Brady. I I I I'm I'm going to take my little victory lap. 2 weeks into the season cuz I said he would be better. Not that Brady's bad. Brady's okay, although I just did the numbers, guys. I just did the numbers, Aiden. I just yeah. counted. Brady is 29th in QB rating after 2 weeks. And he was good yeah. yesterday, and he was okay week 1. He's 29th. He's he's below Baker Mayfield. He's below uh what's the guy's name in Denver? Uh, Matt, Lock Dak Prescott. Uh, he's, he's, he's below all those guys. Oh, yeah. I, again, he's 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 okay. Yesterday he was good. He was better than week one. He got the W. You know he got he got Gronk involved. He was good. Cam Newton was better. I was stunned. I got to be honest with you, stunned that this this game went down to the final play. I thought this had all the all the makings of a uh, of a rout for the home team. Uh, even though they had no fans, even though the 12 wasn't in the uh, stadium, I thought Seattle was just going to roll over the Patriots. I mean, obviously, you get the cross-country flight, you get the time, you get the, the the smoke. Although the smoke wasn't a problem, you got you know James White out because of this incredible tragedy. I just felt like they were going to get steamrolled, and they didn't. And 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 Newton, Newton was the reason why. Newton. Brought them back. Newton gave them a chance. I'm not going to rip them for that final play. I know you. You are Colin. I, oh, who? Uh, why I, would you
1: rip them for that? That's yeah, I'm
0: not going to rip them. I still think they should have
2: run the exact same play that they scored on. But I mean, it's in that situation. I can't blame them for that
0: call. We can't. <laughs> do I, it I, uh, I, it I, was I, ten minutes call. before that. Ten minutes before that. And uh, call, Chris Collinsworth. By the way, is he related to Jack Collinsworth? That little. Yeah. Uh, Kiki sideline guy. Uh, we'll, we'll get to Jack Collinsworth. Talk about nepotism higher. Um, but 10 minutes before that, Collinsworth said, that play is unstoppable. He said, you know, when you have Cam Newton running behind, you know, tight ends, behind backs, lead blocking, you can't stop it. And I felt that way. I said, they're not going to stop it. I was shocked that not only they stopped it, they stopped him for a loss. But I, I have no problem with the play. You thought they should have thrown the ball? Well, they scored.
2: They scored on the play. Just fake the handoff throw. It's you know they were expecting him to run there. I, you One know, of them said. It's not, listen, this isn't fucking sports radio. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna analyze the play. I, I don't blame either way. I just think they probably would have scored if they ran the exact same play.
0: That's. I I'm I, I, I think like, he said after the game that he should have bounced it outside. And if you see the replay, he could have and he should have, I suppose. Yeah. But it felt like, I felt going into that play that it was like Collins were said unstoppable. He was gonna muscle his way to the end zone. And if he did, you know, if, if he picked up the yard or two, it's you know thirty six thirty five. They get the win on the road, and it's you know the biggest story in the NFL today. It it would be a big upset, and it would be a huge boost. And by the way, did he not look comfortable with with uh, Edelman, who had a career high in yards, and and Nikhil Harry, and all his? Yeah, I mean, he looked great, Jerry. He looked. Very
2: comfortable. I, I responded to some, I think it was Dundero again on Twitter. This is a quarterback that nobody wanted, and he just got Julian Edelman his most receiving yards in, in a game. Like, it's,
0: it's crazy. He, he, I they got they him for, like, they, they're paying him what they pay the punters. You know, they're paying yeah. him whatever it is, a million bucks. Uh, and you so, see all these other QBs out there making $30 and all these Matthew Staffords and uh, these kind of guys. And 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 Newton, man, I I, I thought he would struggle – at the beginning of the year, I thought it'd be trouble, uh, you know, with no preseason, it was, he was coming in late, getting to know guys. I mean, he looked fantastic last night. He, uh, he's now, uh, he's 14th uh, 15th in QB rating 96.8. He had yesterday Brady's QB rating is 79. He's got three picks already, including a pick six in week one. And I just think, Brady should have should have been should be shopper at the beginning. I think he's going to struggle later in the year when he gets banged around. It looks it looks great right now. I know we're not you know we're supposed to wait and give it time and don't you know, don't be too uh, too rash here, but I think it looks like a great signing right now by the Patriots and and it looks like Belichick was right again.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's not like Cam Newton's like somebody you never heard of, or he did win an MVP in the not so distant past, and he's also been to a Super Bowl before. Like, he, people just forget about this. Like, no, but, still- don't,
2: but don't tell me you would think that Cam Newton was going to lead the Patriots to beat the Seattle Seahawks. Why not? In, in week- yeah,
1: what have the Seattle uh, Seahawks done since they won a Super Bowl?
2: Nobody, they, else, nobody else. Nobody else wanted Cam Newton to begin with, let alone to think he's going to be the best player. And, he, and he's been hurt, and he lost
0: – what did he lose his last – how many games in, in Carolina? He lost his last bunch of games. Yep. Uh, it, 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 you know, he, he was hurt. It didn't look good. They just gave up on him. You know, they just moved on to to Teddy Bridgewater. And now and, – and, and Newton does appear motivated. He does appear like he's out to show the world that, you know, he's still pretty damn good. And I know everyone in New England will be talking about signing him to an extension or signing him to a long-term deal. I mean, you don't have to yet, but, uh, he, he looks damn good. Not as good as the other guy. Russell Wilson is the best player in the league right now. Russell Wilson, they, they, they came a yard, a yard short of beating the guy who's, you know, the MVP after two weeks who's going to win an MVP one of these years. Who's freaking great. Russell Wilson is great. And, uh, they almost beat him. They almost beat him on the road. It was. Can I because they're
2: going to work, we're not going to talk about it. But first of all, the tragic story with James White, just fucking awful to hear about that. But I'm looking at Twitter. If your producer tweeted this out, uh, we're going to talk – plus we'll talk about Sweetfeet and his family with Ian O'Connor at 1130 a.m. What would your thought process be that you, you, you're you teasing you're going to talk about the death of somebody's father on
0: that's your a good question. question. <laughs> like, what are know. you doing? It's, it's a scumbag. And by the way, that's not a – that's Dale Arnold who tweeted that. Which can, I just, can, I, can I just say I, I – I, you know, my, my heart goes out to James White. It just sounds awful, brutal. father sounded like a great guy. I know Ian O'Connor did a story on him one time. His old man was a cop. Um, and, and you know we can all agree, blue lives matter. I know they're probably happy about this. Antif was happy about this because you know, can't, you know, only co- good cops a dead cop. But this this is just an awful tragedy. And I was happy to see him not in the lineup. weren't you just going to cringe if they said his father died, his mother's in critical? But he's all he's going to play and you yeah. know go home afterwards. I would well, have You been, just,
2: just kind of made the situation better. So Ian O'Connor wrote a
0: profile on his dad before, so that makes oh. sense. On the family, I guess yeah. I don't know. At one point, so they're going to talk. To, but you're right. It sounds, it sounds like a, a pretty uh, cringeworthy topic. You yeah. Know? Well,
2: I also had a problem with. I, I go to. I hear that on the television, and then I all of a sudden I go to Twitter and I see Tom Brady put a put a two tweet thing about it, and I'm like, can't you just text them? Do we have to publicize? Like everything in life What's on Twitter. Just, what is your problem, dude? That was a nice that was a,
0: that was a nice text by Brady. I, I have a problem it was with an, a, a nice text. tweet. It was a tweet. It was a, tweet. A he tweet. Okay, everybody. it was a nice tweet by Brady. I have a problem with another tweet from Brady over the weekend, which you we will a, get to.
1: You have a but, problem with RIP tweets? How twisted
2: are yeah, you? Yeah, I have bro? a problem with with him. Well, for not a major problem. I, but I have I a problem was,
0: with somebody yeah. who says, hey, everybody, look
2: at me. I'm going to wish my condolences publicly, even though he likely probably just knowing the guy, he clearly probably texted uh, James White, but I just mean it just came off bad.
1: I don't know. It just, what? No, what? it didn't come off bad. What are you? <laughs> hey, everybody, <laughs> look at great, Look at how great! Look at how great of
2: a guy I am. Here's 500 words of how great of a guy I am that I'm showing my
0: condolences publicly as opposed to
1: honoring public. him. He's using his platform to honor his old teammate. What? No, wrong
0: there, with there's. You? Sorry, uh, there, I understand Colin's point. This isn't a good example. Brady is you know close to him. They're close friends, and it was a nice. T- uh, tweet two-part tweet i believe but i get you when people die and it's like a race to uh twitter to see who can uh, offer their condolences correct you know, uh, more or who can offer their condolences quicker we used to joke about that on the radio and say you know when some like uh, actor or somebody dies and and we joke about who's going to be the first to offer their uh you know rest in peace tweet uh, just to show how much you know they care well it's- my
1: favorite part when people die no no, no this. Good to celebrate. My favorite part when like a famous person dies, like a you know a, f- a former president, is like who's going to be the first crazy liberal professor right. to, to celebrate this? That's the only art. Those are my favorite tweets when people die.
0: And 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 we saw the difference uh, over the weekend in liberals and conservatives. We talk about this all the time. But uh, when Anthony Anthony Scalia died, there were millions of liberals celebrating. Uh, we're still looking for the first conservative that's celebrating the death. Uh, not, not like you see when a conservative dies, not like you'll see when, uh, you know, Doug you see,
1: Collins, Did you see Doug Collins tweet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: mean, pretty so, close.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, he's pro pro life. What can you right. say?
1: Wasn't that's, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, but you know, maybe I, just not say that out loud. I don't know. Just the thought.
0: Yeah. Though, so we're going to get lessons in, from, uh, from Turtle Boy. We get lessons in being, yeah, I mean, if
1: Turtle Boy the one telling you, maybe that is the time, then you might've gone a little bit overboard.
0: Just a thought. Just a thought. Uh, um, uh, you know what? You know what? Um, watching Cam. back to Cam Newton, I want to get to the weekend. Obviously, we're going to get to RBG, notorious RBG, who is the only person to blame for the current uh, quandary that the Democrats find themselves in. But uh, we'll get to that. Uh, did, did you know Cam Newton had such good touch on the ball? I mean, he looks like he, he looked – he was almost – Going toe-to-toe with Russell Wilson, who has great touch, obviously great touch on the deep ball. But Newton just looks so comfortable in the pocket, and he looks so confident. And maybe it's Josh McDaniel. Maybe it's just uh, he's motivated, but he looks so good right now. And he's and they're hosting Las Vegas Raiders next week, when he'll, which in their line, I don't know what are they are, like six-and-a-half-point favorites. They'll so probably go to th- go to three two-and-one, two-and-one. And it's a two-team race in the AFC East. It's, you know, Bills and Patriots and uh, – it's, uh, as always the Patriots and, are a yeah, fascinating, all four
1: team. We have to play the NFC West this year. All four of those teams, Jerry are, those, those might be like four of the top six teams in the NFC. They all right. might make the playoffs this year. All four of those teams.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, got well, as we saw yesterday, guys will get hurt, you know, quarterbacks will get hurt. It just sucks watching these guys go down, watching, uh, Watching Nick Bosa and uh, someone, oh, Saquon Barkley, tear the ACLs. They're gone for the year. Maybe, you know, be lucky to be back at the start of next year. It's just a brutal, it was a brutal day.
1: Running back, second overall. You you deserve that every single time I see that happen. I'm like, what? And every time
0: I watch McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey, I say he's going to get hurt. He gets hit He's going to. He's fearless. He got hurt yesterday, and he limped off, and I said, "Uh uh-oh, and it's an ankle. It's not a knee. It's a high ankle sprain for Jimmy Garoppolo, which could be weeks, if not months, before he's back uh, in, a really, uh, you know, in good shape. But uh, the NFL's awesome. The NFL's just awesome. I mean, it, it was a riv- another riveting day. That Cowboys comeback was incredible. The Atlanta Falcons are the dumbest team in the NFL. The Atlanta Falcons scored 39 points, did not turn the ball over, and lost. Because they didn't know the rule on an on an onside kick, an NFL team. If that's a friggin' Pop Warner team, you yell and jump on the damn ball. In fact, they would have jumped on the ball. Can we they talk about that,
1: that was. I mean, you think the, the Super Bowl was bad? That comeback yesterday. I mean, with right. the like. Why didn't they? I don't understand. Why didn't they try to jump on no, the ball? So they watch that, it
0: again. Watch it again, and watch the guys wait for it to go ten. Like they're the offense, they're waiting for it to go yeah. ten yards, which you don't have to do. Which everybody knows you don't have to do. High school kids know you don't have to do. The, the Falcons stay away from the ball until it gets ten yards, and the Cowboys jump on it. It's just uncomfortable. I'm
1: coached by Mike McCarthy. You oh should
0: yeah. get it up. And they had the game one, and um, I don't know. I like Matt Ryan. I feel bad for him. You Look at his face; he's just staring out there, going, "God, we are stupid." Can, I, I, I,
2: I agree with my man Mute, who said uh, Dan Quinn should have been. He shouldn't even gotten on the plane. It's yes. not, they should absolutely fire him. It's not even a question
0: about it. Ridiculous. It is. Well, I mean, I, but they're good enough to get up, you know, to score thirty nine and not turn the ball over and have a position, be in a position to win on the road in front of a hostile crowd. And they actually had people in the stands in Dallas, which you know what that means. You know what that means. Everybody's going to die in Dallas within weeks. We're all, they're all going to die because it was an experiment in uh, human sacrifice yesterday in Dallas. They had fans. How does that work? Do you guys know how that works? Like, why why does some teams get fans and others don't? Is that up to the governor? It's
1: the governors of these states. It's all up to the governors, like uh, or so, the mayors. Maybe like the mayor of Nashville, that tyrant who hid all that information. <laughs> Uh, he he just coincidentally decided to let fans into the Titans game yesterday, just, you know, randomly, not right.
0: politically pressured. Or he he also upped the limit in bars. Once they caught him covering up his crimes, mm-hmm. he immediately said, oh, you know, you can have 50% capacity now in bars, and you can have people at the Titans games, and you can have, you know, picnics and barbecues. He changed the rules just to get the heat off his lying ass. Uh, we can get to that guy, that Nashville mayor who's, you know, by the way, he's just the guy who got caught you have any doubt that they're doing the same thing all around the country? 100%. He's just the one who got caught lying about the, uh, if you missed it, he lied about the number of people who were uh, infected at bars and restaurants because he wanted to uh, crack down on the bars and restaurants, and he wanted to raise taxes. So he lied. They had like, they contact traced 20,000 people and like you know, 10,000, I believe, and like 20 were infected at restaurants. So he lied, and they found the emails, and they caught him. And his reaction was, you know what? You guys can go to the Titans game now. You guys can go to Kid Rock's bar. <laughs> See, I'm, right I'm I'm
1: nice
2: again. You guys should
0: like me now. <laughs> Have fun. Leave me alone.
2: All right, today's episode brought to you by Flagship Wealth. With me again, Dave McDonough. Dave, what's going on in the market? We're going to do a little market update today.
3: Sounds great, Dave. What's As going I said on? to you, we had the best August in over 30 years. Just two short weeks ago, we hit an all-time high. Since then? market down two straight weeks. Not a surprise to anybody out there listening to this podcast. We've talked about it over the last two or three weeks. The market is giving you some buying opportunities. Long-term investors should take advantage of it. Long-term investors should should get out of those growth names and start looking at value in other sectors of the market.
2: What about quickly? I'm hearing a lot about IPOs on TV. What's going on there?
3: The only people making money on IPOs are the insiders, Dave. Main Street, you and me, and you and me and Main Street. Losing on the deal. You know, somebody bought this IPO at the market, Snowflake, for example, at 320. As of this taping, it's trading at 230, just two days ago. So again, stay away from the IPO market. There's plenty of value in this market. And again, I say it each and every week, take control of your retirement before the market does it for you. All right,
2: Dave McDonough, Flagship Wealth. You can go to FlagshipWealth.com. Click the Contact Us button. You want to know why, Dave? Because they got to get your newsletter. You give market analysis just like that each and every week by email. You put even a video in there. I may or may not have something to do with that newsletter. So go to FlagshipWealth.com. Click Contact Us. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL financial a registered investment advisor member f-i-n-r-a-s-i-p-c
0: all right I, um, I i had a blast watching the nfl and the u.s open which aiden doesn't care about and i feel bad for you i say this all the time a few people who don't like golf don't watch majors you are missing great entertainment just great clutch performances and yesterday uh bryson dechambeau the weirdo who is uh who was just dominant, just ran away with it. You had two weirdos in the final group, Matthew Wolf and Bryson DeChambeau. But I'll tell you what you missed. You missed this weirdo who uh, gained 30 pounds of muscle over the last offseason, who's six feet, one, 235 pounds, jacked, and probably on something. And he's, uh, they call him, I don't know, the physicist or the scientist because he's all wonky and his clubs are all the same length. He has different form than anybody who's ever played, and he's got it all. It's all science. He says, the science.
2: if you watch the way he swings, like if you play golf in your real life, he's the guy you play with that you're like borderline fucking embarrassed to be playing with." To be but, honest, His swing and you know what?
0: You know what's right. happening today? People are going to Golf Galaxy. You're going yeah. golf, <laughs> and they're saying, "I want those clubs that he uses. I want that putter. I want to do what he does." They get their arms all straight out, and yeah, he used to bring a slide rule on the golf course to try to figure out angles of. You know, uh, chips and putts. (laughs) I think think, they told him you can't do that anymore. But he's, he's. I don't root for him because he's so slow and so methodical, and I hate these slow players. So I I was not rooting for him. But he just dominated, and he hits it like 360 yards. And he's not happy. He says he wants to gain. He wants to hit it. He's going to get a longer driver. He wants to gain 10 more pounds of muscle, and he wants to hit it 400 yards and just ruin. Ruling golf courses.
2: Can I give a tip to our uh, television audience out there? It is a Monday, so we will be on television today. If you play the game of golf, you have one thing that you need to do. Hit the long ball. That is how you play golf. That is the future of golf. Nothing else matters. Just work on the driver. It's all a joke after
0: that. It's sick. I mean, they had like 600-yard power fives, and he was going driver pitching wedge. I mean, he just hits, it, he hits it 400 yards. Then it hit a pitching wedge, 200 yards. He's ruining golf courses. These great traditional tracks have to figure out a way to to make it more challenging. He wasn't supposed to be uh, whatever he was, six under. It was supposed to be like no one was supposed to be under par, but he was just – yeah, that was, only that was the only
2: aspect that sucked. Is he put it away so early? And you no, know, I, that,
0: Matthew Wolf just gagged at the beginning and kind of made it not very suspenseful. But you know, it was still fun to watch. And uh, they, you know, they they could use some fans too. You know, when he sinks the putt to win it, and you yeah. know, he raises it an up, and you go, "What the hell? What's missing?" Why did there's he, no, there's no did noise? He,
2: by the way, why did he putt first there? Is that shouldn't he shouldn't he, have because he's yeah.
0: a weirdo? That's why he How doesn't. Like I it.
2: didn't see anybody chirp about that on Twitter. That was disrespectful. That guy should have putted it and he should have had
0: that moment. It's just ridiculous. I do not disagree. I'm like, what are you doing? you're supposed to let the other guy go, but he's strange. He doesn't want to, you know, he's like pacing off like, like he'd be like 60 yards from the green, he'd pace it off and, yeah. and hold up everybody. But the, anyway, the
1: NFL, Jerry, is going to save us from coronavirus. You heard it here first. Like, like you, like you pointed out, you, you, yeah, you asked a good question. Why are they letting some fans in? And so, a lot of people are going to start asking that question, and they're going to start letting people in the stadiums. Right now, it's twenty percent. You know, a couple weeks from now, it'll be forty percent. Right. I guarantee you, by the Super Bowl, there will be a sold out Super Bowl. Do you disagree?
0: I do not disagree, and and you know we're gonna, well, you know, we know on November third, everything changes. The virus is not as deadly. It's not as uh, a bigger problem on November 3rd, who November 4th, no matter whoever wins, it's not a big deal. We know it's all political, but I watch these empty stadiums like in Seattle. And I say, why can't they just let family and friends in? Why can't you have 2000 or 4000 and say They have that
1: wacky woman running the city that lets Chaz happen? She lets right. Chaz happen, but she right. won't let people. Maybe Chaz should just occupy the Seattle stadium.
0: Well, they have signs in the stadium to say Black Lives Matter, so they could just say it's a protest, right? And yeah, I mean, they, Chads, they could fill you can the just place.
1: A, you could pick any plot of land in Seattle and declare that it's
0: yours. That's just the rules. How it it works, is, isn't it, wouldn't it be really easy to socially distance if you let, I don't know, 5,000 people into a 70,000-seat stadium? Just don't sit near each other. Is it that difficult? No, Why does it have up. to be empty? No. That was happen. like the first,
2: uh, that was the first question on the pregame show last night. It was like, you know, Dallas let in. Twenty thousand fans. Do you think this had an impact on the on the outcome? It's like I don't. I, I can't imagine that. How many how many uh, seats does that stadium hold? Like a hundred. It's 000. a lot. It's like
0: ninety something. Same. I don't think it has an impact. But Aiden's right. You were saying it last week, and you know Brady's in New Orleans for opening weekend, and there's no noise. And then the Patriots are in Seattle on a Sunday night, and there's no noise. It, it's a factor. You lose the home field advantage to some extent with no and i don't know if you get it back with with you know 10,000 or even 15 or 20 don't you have to have the place banged out to have a real impact on the game you know at the goal line like last night
1: yeah i mean yeah it would not make that much of an impact if there's 20% in there no doubt about it uh but uh, my point here is that like one it's a, it's a they're not going to go back once they start adding people they're not going back the nfl is the right. the ultimate capitalist they're the only ones out that all they really care about is money. They did the Black Lives Matter thing, but they were really just throwing them a bone. If they actually felt like Roger, if Roger Goodell meant any of that bullshit that he said back, you know, two months ago, he would have Colin Kaepernick in the league right now, but he doesn't because he doesn't actually believe any of that bullshit.
0: Well, he, he I think he would love someone to sign, uh, Kaepernick. I mean, he would just take the heat off to an extent, but he could make it happen if he wanted. I don't know. I think he's probably tried. That's my guess. But uh, um, it, the, I think you're right. They'll gradually start filling up stadiums. And the Super Bowl. I don't know if it'll be you know 100 full. But they tested. I, I I look forward to this tweet every or this news from Schefter or Rappaport. I think Rappaport was the one who reported first on on Friday or Saturday that they tested whatever it was. You know, ten thousand people, all the players, coaches. Uh, personnel and zero positive tests again, and the numbers have been great. The numbers have been how great. Obviously, possible? how is it possible zero positive tests? Like positive tests seem to happen all the time. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's no, it's That's not it's cool. it's bad news as we've said before. Bad news for the Corona Bros, as Clay Travis calls them. Bad news for the people, and I don't know. Have you seen the montage of all the people who said there will be no football this year? They can't play. They won't oh, play. Yeah. And all the, you know, ESPN. Everyone on ESPN was rooting for the virus. Uh, all the Darren Ravels are rooting for the virus. And uh, a the uh, the virus is not a factor right now in the NFL, in the NBA, in I don't think Major League Baseball, although I haven't really paid attention. But in college football, it's not a factor. Uh, I know you know again, Christine Brennan and all the all the woke mob in the media are rooting for a outbreak, a spike. But so yeah. far. Uh, there's not, there's not even like, not even a hint of it. Not even like one player, you know, one one you know notable player has tested positive. There, there will be one, probably, but it's no reason not to play. They've played two weeks, been very entertaining. The NFL's made a lot of money. The networks have had great ratings, uh, or not great ratings, decent ratings, uh, and uh, it's not an issue. And that's so disappointing to the media, to the all the all the you know talking heads on. Uh, on ESPN, they're bumped. They're, they're they want what the virus. Talk about? Like, why are they bummed?
1: I don't get that. Wouldn't you want, like, you do sports? Of course, days. you
0: get that. You get what? it better than anyone. Of course, they, they I want. Don't, they, I, don't I don't know if you're aware of this. It's
1: all about Trump. Is it's all saying? about
0: Trump. It's all about November 4th. Yes. All nobody about that cares
1: about sports. Does none of these people actually
0: care about sports working at ESPN? Of course they care about sports, but the, there's nothing you know people so like. their dedication to
1: hating Trump yes. is more important than their more dedication. Important. To yes, sports.
0: more important. Okay. And a lot of them are just sheep. They just follow along. You know, they 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 don't want to appear callous or not uncaring by you know, saying that the the, the virus isn't a problem. They don't want to be like you, and yeah, say and say true. you're. You know. they hope they hope they get it so they can get it over with.
1: Yeah, just give it to me. Who cares? <laughs> give, I'll take it multiple times. No uh,
0: but the the only thing they have to worry about are coaches. When I mean, you look at Andy Reid or you look at you know Belichick, you know these guys are older. Uh, they're not in the best shape. You have to worry about coaches. You sh- certainly don't have to worry about uh, about players. Uh, speaking of players, I want to get to we're going to get to Rbg, but I have to salute because we've talked about this a lot. All the 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 wokeness in the NFL. They hate in the end zone, it sends end racism. You know, on the back of the helmets it says Black Lives Matter or uh Brianna Taylor. Marcus Pouncey is my new favorite NFL player, at least this week. It was uh Tyler Eifert last week, but Marcus Pouncey Marquise. and a couple of uh Marquise, I don't know, Marquise, Marquise, I don't know. What's which is
1: Hernandez's boy. He,
0: he's the guy. that was I know, praying. but, I, I, but he's, he's redeemed himself in my eyes. Yes, he has. Um, he said, you know, the, uh, the Steelers wanted, uh, they said the whole team was going to honor this, this one guy who was uh, shot. Antoine, Antoine Rose. Rose Jr. Nice was guy. Shot by police. So the whole team decided they're going to honor him. Um, obviously Villanova the, uh, the, the veteran up the veteran the left tackle who was an army ranger he didn't like that idea he wrote david dorn's i mean uh no one of his buddies uh, he wrote a- right no not david dorn one of his friends who died in combat a black soldier who gave his life a hero he literally wrote the name by you know with his magic marker on the back of his helmet and it created a little stir in pittsburgh we're like i thought we were it, 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 antoine rose's mother was not happy with that
1: yeah, but well, did you see when they asked Minka Fitzpatrick about it too? They said, "Like, what's up with that?" Like, and he goes, like, "They asked him who decided to put this guy because it was like they didn't Google them at all, even though they all right. live in Pittsburgh." And just and it was a really big story in Pittsburgh. Our family lived out there. Everybody was talking about this story, and he was acquitted, obviously. And it was like they didn't ask any questions. Like we are literally honoring a guy who died during the aftermath of a drive-by shooting that he was involved in. He had a he freaking was the, gun and on he, him.
0: he was we believe the shooter. No, he was a he was in the front I thought, seat. I like, thought. Jerry, the,
1: haven't you seen any gangster movies? The shooter sits in the back seat. Come oh, on. Oh uh, yeah, he uh, was shotgun.
0: No pun um, intended. Yes, and. Uh, he was shot and killed by Pittsburgh police in 2018. Police officers stopped his car. He was riding in because it matched one that described to have been in a drive-by shooting officer. Michael Rosefeld opened fire on Rose. When he, and another person ran from the police Rose was shot three times. Um, the investigation linked the vehicle to the shooting with the passenger in the incident, pleading guilty to opening fire during the drive-by. You're right. Um, um, the officer was acquitted in a uh, went to trial and was acquitted. Now nobody was even you know like with the, uh, the, the, Alejandro Villanueva, the, the, the tackle who honored the the veteran. Uh, didn't say anything about uh, I don't think about uh, um, Antoine Rose. He just wanted to honor a veteran. He chose to honor somebody. He did it himself, and you know, pissed some people off. Well, Marcus Ponte came out and said. I I didn't real I didn't know all the uh, circumstances to this shooting, this uh, you know the Antoine Rose uh, yeah. shooting. Did his research and said I got a better idea. I'm going to honor a police officer because he has a good relationship with the cops. He's done. Some yeah, as you say, you know what that means.
1: He has a cop that lives in his
0: neighborhood, Jerry. Like he has friends uh, that are cops. That's what that means. He he, he changed. Uh, oh, he wrote the name Eric Kelly on his helmet. He was one of three police officers killed in 2009 in the Pittsburgh area, uh, Pittsburgh, uh, area. Uh, so he changed the name and honored this cop, which upset some people, but, uh, he didn't, he, though. He, That's
1: the thing about it is like the Steelers, they asked, I mean, Minkah Fitzpatrick's probably the most famous player on that team. He's the star of the defense. And they asked him like, whose idea was this to put a drive by shooting, guy victim on the back of your helmet who came up with that and he threw management under the bus he's like ask him upstairs so they went and asked the Roonies and the Roonies are like I don't know it was like nobody wants to admit they're so ashamed of this all of them collectively the Roonies
0: are so you know they're such
1: but the Steelers I mean I hate the Steelers but they're becoming a very likable team Jerry this is also the same team with Stefan Tuitt one of the first guys who came out and said I'm not kneeling so they—I don't know. Besides the raping quarterback, it's of a team.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I would say I would say the raping quarterback's a little more famous than Mike Fitzpatrick. But right. I hear your point. I—I I I, You know, I thought Pouncey was kind of a. I think a this questionable compl- guy, because of the Hernandez connection, but he's, he's redeemed himself. Uh, I think this compliment
2: makes up for you killing his best friend. That's, I think I think he's going to be happy with that. Yes, yes, yes so that's that, right.
0: That Let's true. not forget that connection, Jerry. Yeah, you know, we're going to let bygones be bygones. He was fr- I killed him. He was friends with him. Uh, that's that's old news. I like what Pouncey's <laughs> old news, doing. Old Old
2: news. He, quote: Today is a tough day. The world may think whatever. But to my brother, I love you. God strengthen us all. That's. that's- <laughs> oh, God.
0: Well, but but you know what? I tweet. This, like I, I always do this. And I said that that the definition of courage in 2020 is what Pouncey did and what Villanueva did. That takes guts to do it in this day and age, because, you know, it upsets a lot of the uh, of the right people. It, you know, all the, the media is not going to like that. I-
1: I disagree, though. It's like I think what they proved is that that is a more popular thing to do because he hasn't gotten any real blowback for it. And, you know, it definitely helps he's black, right? If a white player had done this, it would be definitely differently. So it helped that a black player did this. So I think the reaction that I mean, the most the fact that nobody wants to associate with this guy anymore shows you that, like, all it takes is one brave voice to stand up. People will have your back. There's a reason that Tucker Carlson is the highest rated show in America. It's because
0: most people agree with the things that he's saying. Uh, it's a good point. I'm curious to see what they'll do going forward. I mean, is he going to honor a different cop every week or a different soldier in the case of How everyone? Why do you just play from? football? Why do you have to honor people with your helmet? Because the alternative seems to be, you know, you put the name of a violent Marxist political organization on the back of your helmet. You know, that's you have, what you
1: could do like what LeBron does and do nothing. Cause you didn't get to make the rules,
0: but that's, that's true. Is he still doing nothing? I haven't he's noticed. Still doing nothing. <laughs> so really? Is he still, are they still in the playoffs? To, to Lakers? Yeah,
1: they're not, they won a buzzer beater last oh. night. Anthony Davis hit a three pointer
0: at the buzzer. Wow. That's exciting. And nobody exciting. saw it, but. no, uh, yeah, everyone in China is very happy. They're all yeah. rooting for LeBron. Yes. He's, he's lost a lot of fans in America, but the Chinese love him. Chairman um, Brun. Anyway, let's let's get to the big news of the weekend. And uh, I mean, I was shocked. Who who saw this coming? Who thought you know oh, yeah. an eighty-seven-year-old woman with pancreatic cancer was going to uh, uh, depart us um, before yeah. the election? Just shocking.
1: Someone he's, who's been dead more times than <laughs> Kim Jong Un. Like, let's be honest. How been, many times have you been Franco,
0: Franco, she. Uh, he he's uh, here's what I did over the weekend. I was tweeting. You were tweeting about it. I was tweeting about it. It is really, in my opinion, cut and dried. There's no. Re- there's no real debate here. There was never any debate. No. I mean, Republicans, uh, Mitch McConnell and the Republicans have no choice. They have to do their job. Uh, Trump's going to send him a uh, a nominee, and they're going to advise and consent. And hopefully, 50 Republicans vote to uh, confirm. Uh, before the election, although I don't care if it's after the election, but tell me exactly what the alternative is. I know, I, I, and and you know, I know Murkowski and Collins are these two squishes who are already said. Collins, you
1: know, I can understand, because Collins is
0: an election I can't, year. I can't, and I'll tell you why. Do you think anybody, any moderate, any middle-of-the-road person respects you for being <laughs> that kind of invertebrate, that kind of coward that you say, I'm I'm not going to vote? So, so tell me what's hap- help Answer this for me, Aiden. And I asked this over the weekend on Twitter, and I got lots of blowback. What happens when they put it up for a vote? So say it's Amy Coney Barrett, who I'm rooting for because she's a devout Catholic, and they're going to attack her for being Catholic, uh, which will be interesting dynamic. It's so much easier she's a woman. So, so, but he's already said it's going to be a woman. I th- sure. seem to think it's down to two women, and the other one was on the uh, – Epstein, she's uh, to yeah, Epstein. She's the one that she that. signed off on a uh, lenient sentence for Jeffrey Epstein down in South yeah, Florida. I mean, you don't need that. that. I you don't, don't want to hear that. I don't want that to be part of the hearings. But tell yeah. me this. Mitch McConnell puts it up for a vote. What is Collins going to do? Just abstain? Is she going to vote no? Yes? Uh, present? Is she going to be like Barack Obama and vote Present?
1: Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter because they'll have 50 without her. I mean, people are all worried about, the only two you're going to lose are Murkowski and Collins. You're going to get, people oh, are worried about Mitt. I'm no, worried about Mitt. I'm Mitt? not, I'm not worried about Mitt at all. And here's why. Cause Mitt Romney, his whole thing is just, he hates Donald Trump, right? He wants to spite Donald Trump. He'll vote for impeachment. He'll do that. But at the end of the day, he represents one of the reddest States in the country on the social issues in particular. They're very religious. I don't know if you know that in Utah. I've and heard. He cannot afford to just not confirm.
0: Why not? He, he voted to impeach, knowing it's different. This, voting, Trump consider is this not, about Mitt Romney. My and one of my great regrets in life. Killing right? me, Jerry. Killing me. My, you're missing the point. One of my you're, great regrets in life. But think of this. He voted to impeach knowing it was all a uh, complete fabrication. There was there was point. no impeachable grounds. He voted to like remove the president from office for nothing. The point. Missing the
1: point here, Jerry. He he did that to spite Donald Trump. This is you can't spite Amy Comey Barrett and be pop it, it, like because people. I don't know if you know this. People in Utah don't really like Donald Trump that much. He wasn't a very popular candidate, right? Uh, Mitt like got twenty percent more than he did, right? Around. So you can spite Donald Trump. You cannot spite a conservative Supreme Court justice, especially one who is obviously going to be against Roe versus Wade in Utah and remain popular you can't do- Susan Collins is pro-choice she wears it on her sleeve so she can afford to vote no on this right well, you, you know, she, you know she's, she's going to
0: lose but I, I, it looks weak and i think i don't care if you know there's there's people in the middle of the road moderates you know who are independents who don't want weakness they don't like weakness Susan Collins looks weak and if they put it up to a vote again are you telling me she votes no or does she abstain or does she t- take the day off what does she do I don't know, but are we all forgetting about her awesome speech with Kavanaugh? Like how? Oh, no, it was great. Was she saved. Um, she saved Kavanaugh. Yeah. It was a great that took courage. That talk about guts, courage. That was courage. Yeah. That, well, this doesn't. This is not courage. You know what? take courage. to Stand up and say, "I'm going to follow the law. The law is, you put this person up for a vote, and if I and, and 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 by the way, it used to be, everybody voted yes unless the person was a friggin' criminal. You know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It was like ninety six to three. Yeah, yeah. Nine, she's a complete left-wing lunatic. It was 96 to three. That's how it used to work. You had the right to uh, send up a, a a nominee and if they weren't corrupt, you got yes that the, you know like Lindsey Grahams pointed out he voted yes for uh, Sotomayor, Hagan, New York. yeah Hagan, these two radical lefties and he voted yes because that's the right of the president to na- nominate someone that they, that they and
1: with. had never been like a high ranking judge or anything like that before. She, there was reason to vote against her, but you know, he, you do it because tradition and Republicans lose because they play nice. They don't play by the right. same rules. They don't, they, they're not willing to do anything it takes to win. And that Trump has changed that Trump is willing to do anything that yes. it takes to win as long as it's legal and we follow the rules. And we, after the Kavanaugh hearings, I mean, after what they did to that man, everything it, changed.
0: Exactly. Well, it,
1: a creepy porn lawyer legitimized him and waste and and accused this honorable man of being involved in gang rapes, gang rape parties.
0: It was the lowest. It was the, the lowest, lowest point of, of for me uh, in my lifetime watching politics, observing politics. I've never seen anything like it. By the way, keep in mind that uh, right now, if the polls are right, the next president. Was leading the charge. Kamala Harris was leading the slander. She knew uh, Kavanaugh was innocent. She knew that stuff was all made up, and she uh, ran with it in front of his wife, in front of his parents. She called him a gang rapist. Uh, she knew it was a lie, and she did it anyway. She's despicable. They all are. All the people that led the charge at Sheldon Whitehouse—that oh, scummy. Never uh, even heard of him before. That I hate him so talking, much. Talking about you know farts, yearbook. You know, taking the yearbook. It's going to be fascinating watch them go after, uh, and I hope Amy Coney, Coney Barrett is ready for this because it's going to get dirty. They're going to accuse yeah, her. She doesn't whatever. have
1: to be ready because guess what, Jerry? There's no reason to have hearings. Why are they going to have hearings? Right, they, already had,
0: they already vetted her two years ago yeah, for the lower court.
1: There's nothing uh, in the Constitution that says that Supreme Court justices have to have confirmation hearings with the Senate. You can just push it for a vote.
0: You You know why it's so ridiculous that, you know, Democrats are and they're and they're going to take to the streets. They were outside Lindsey Graham's house last night, you know, banging drums and screaming and trying to wake him up. And they'll they were at McConnell's house over the weekend. They're going to go nuts. But here's all you need to say to your liberal friends when they say this isn't fair. This is hypocrisy. What do you think the Democrats would do if the shoe were on the other foot? Do well, no. you really think, you know, Chuck Schumer or, you know, say, say it was in the House, say it was Nancy Pelosi, do you to really think, you know, Liz Warren would say, you know, I don't think that would be fair. We'll wait till after the election. Of course they wouldn't. You're right. They play dirty. They play for keeps. They would ram this through in a week if they could. Uh, it's it's their own fault. By the way, this, this icon, this hero, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the reason, and I want you to say this to your liberal friends too, the reason where you're in this uh, no-win situation, if you're a Democrat, is she wouldn't retire. She she could have retired three, four years ago. She would have been 83 with lots of health problems, and Obama could have named any crazy liberal. He could have had you know Cornell West on the court, uh, or, or you know uh, Lawrence she, Tribe. He could have named anybody if she weren't so. Self-centered. She rolled the old. dice.
1: She rolled the dice. She thought Hillary would win. I mean, everybody did. So she did it. She's like, this isn't going to happen. I don't have to worry about that. And then Trump got elected. It's like, oh, shit, I might die. Yeah,
0: I got to hang on. But, die. you know, she could think of that, though. Normal people retired, whatever, 65, 70. She was 83. She had this huge pension. She's an icon, a hero, a heroine to the left. Could have walked away with dignity at 83, Obama could have filled the seat, and she would have been a bigger hero to the left. Instead, she hung on, and now they're going to blame who? They're going to blame Mitch McConnell for this current or, situation.
1: Or Using the power that the voters gave him, I mean, what what do you What, what, like, what,
0: believe believe what choice does he have? And there's no—I mean, obviously, you can compare it to the Merrick Garland situation. But I got another question. You're a pretty close observer of this, and I am too. But I'm still confused about a couple of things. If they put Merrick Garland up for a vote. Couldn't they just vote it down? They, they, <laughs> they would have voted it down. Right. They I mean, that's like the way, work. that's the rules that the Democrats made, Yeah, you know, when they, when they borked Robert Bork or when they slandered, you know, Clarence Thomas, I mean, it's a blood fight, right?
1: Well, so, that, that, that should not be over, like, uh, we should not overlook that. Harry Reid in 2013, he specifically got rid of the filibuster for SCOTUS appointments. So essentially... All you need is 40 Democrats to stop any nomination. That's all right. it takes. And Harry Reid said, "No, no, no, no. I want to get rid of that because he, the Republic, the Republicans at the time were the minorities. Like we don't need them stopping us from putting all these justices in." And then Mitch McConnell said, "This is going to come back to bite you, my friend," and it did. And it has twice. We're going to get two justices in now.
0: Because so of thank, Harry Reid, you, you. you can thank Harry Reid. You can thank Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, uh, RBG. Yeah. I mean, this is not Mitch McConnell's fault. You can hate him, or Lindsey Graham's fault. Uh, you made the rules. Uh, this is a different situation. The president is the same party as the Senate. If the president was in the same party as the Senate, Merrick Garland yes. would, have, would have been on the court. By the way, it wouldn't have been Merrick Garland. They only named the moderate because yes. they knew he wasn't going to pass. If if Obama was really picking someone that he believed in, it would have been a crazy, radical, liberal. Uh, so York. It would have been, you know, someone like, you know, would would would, you know, would Black Lives Matter or anti. It would have been some nutty lefty. It would have been Malcolm X. Malcolm X would be on the Supreme Court. <laughs> Malcolm X, John King. He knew that it wasn't going to pass, so he named this alleged moderate, and uh, everybody knew that he was never going to be on the court. It was just for show. But yeah. I'm not sure what all the crazy radicals who were screaming and rioting or you know making noise and banging drums outside. What do they want? What do they expect Trump to do? Say, you know, we're good. We'll wait till the after election. Sure. You,
1: guys, we'll, <laughs> we'll, you know, we'll, we'll disregard it. We won't use our power because you guys seem so nice. Right. It's like right. yeah. last year impeaching me and, you know, stop like, threatening boys in MAGA hats and uh, holding hearings about literally everything. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, you guys,
0: in the spirit you, of bipartisan, <laughs> you yeah. you, you made up you made up the Russian hoax, uh, <laughs> you know, dragged, dragged him through the mud for three years. You made up the the Ukraine thing. You made up the the mailboxes in the post office. You just made up these things. The Kurds
1: don't forget the Kurds. <laughs> Kurds. I win like everything. It's like you, know, what, like you want us to play nice. What? You, this and, is a war.
0: This is why Trump was elected. By the way, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if Mitt Romney, President Mitt Romney, or President John McCain would play nice. They'd be they like, would. They would not you know, nominate.
1: You know Jeff what? Bush would not nominate someone we'll right just,
0: now. We'll just sit this one out because I'm really hoping Chuck Todd says something nice about me which is by the way oh, which God. is what which is what Mitt Romney's hoping for now he's got his finger to the wind he's like gee, will they still like me i marched with black lives matter wasn't that enough <laughs> <laughs> he is such
1: about a Mitt marching? oh
0: uh, who's the I uh, want, who's the, i want the i want mitt to vote no i want to be 50-50 and i want mike pence to stand up loud yeah, and loud oh, yeah. and say confirmed
1: because like people like McSally of McSally's running, she's got a re-election. She's like uh, already come out. And I'm voting yes. I don't care who it is. I'm voting yes. Who
0: so, is yeah, who's just, the
2: dude for Jerry? Who's the dude for the Red Sox that would throw all the parties? Right? Charles Steinberg, right? Who's yes. gonna be who's gonna be planning the services in like who's the Charles Steinberg of politics? Because if you thought her last dying wish quote over the weekend was dirty, the services are going to just be a build up more of that shit and just try to get the general public on their
0: side. And it is, it is the kidding. silliest thing, and I was tweeting about. It. I know you were too, uh, Aiden. But the the act, actual grown ups, like in the media and in politics, you know, AOC. I realize you know she's not very bright, but actually acting as if this dying wish matters. You know, there's. There's the Constitution on one side, and then there's the last dying wish of an 87-year-old woman. Gee, what do you think matters more? The Constitution or Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who, by the way, again, could have retired with dignity, chose to stay, saying she doesn't want the seat to be filled. How in the world would that ever matter to Donald Trump or any president? As if it's I mean, her seat.
1: It was right, never. First of all, let's be honest, they made that up. She never said that. Obviously, you know, for Yamichi first reported it right. That tells you everything <laughs> you need to know right there. Yes. She made it up. She never said that. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I didn't like her politics, but she was a woman of dignity. She actually called out. Ka- I respected her because she called out Colin Kaepernick. Yes, she did. And, you know, she, she said nice things about Judge, Justice Kavanaugh. She seemed like a nice lady. I highly
0: doubt she said something so ridiculous on her deathbed. And OK, play along with me. You're probably right. She probably made it up. So what if she did say that? What if she said, I really want, you know, my uh, pick a pick. a. I really want Joy Behar to be on the on the court in my place. Uh, they're supposed to say, oh, you do? Okay. We'll name Joy Behar. That's not her job, first of all. And secondly, he, the president's of a different political party. You're not going to get a, the, a judge that agrees with you. You're just not. There's, those are the rules. The dying wish is just the silliest thing that people were repeating over and over and over like it mattered. Another dying wish is to give Turtle Boy a $1,000 gift card to the (laughs) Boom Boom Room once it opens up. Everyone was going with the dying wish. What's your dying wish? (laughs) Did you know that Shea Concrete has been offering technical engineering seminars for professional development credit at their Amesbury headquarters since January 2018? Well, now these continuing education opportunities are brought to the industry virtually. Through the precast podcast platform. I've been telling you about the precast podcast, the best podcast in the precast business. It's the only one, but it's good and you can get credit just by listening. Although nothing can take the place of the in person training, the virtual education offering through the precast podcast are a close second. Shake concrete products is committed. To supporting two educational-based podcast episodes per month at no cost to attendees. Multiple credit hours can be earned. How easy is that? You don't get credit for the Callahan podcast. You get credit when you listen to the precast podcast. Are you a septic or wastewater professional in Mass or New Hampshire? Contractors, installers, engineers, or job site inspectors who need to earn professional CECs to keep up their certification or license, should check out Shea's precast podcast technical engineering seminars. Uh, and the podcast, the precast podcast is not all technical. Listen and find out more about the company's process, products, employees, and so on. There's even an episode featuring me, the brother-in-law of uh, Greg, the guy who runs Shea Concrete. Shea Concrete Products is not only the lead supplier in the precast concrete industry, but they also deliver a robust technical education platform with over 70 years of experience in operation as a family owned and operated business. Shea has become new England's premier precaster, Whether it's sun or rain or snow doesn't matter. Shea concrete products is always on the go and they will drive that extra mile to be your trusted precast concrete product partner in new England and beyond check them out. SheaConcrete.com. I All right. I, I was um, getting a little annoyed at all the um, people who are, uh, speaking of uh, doing it for show, uh, doing uh, the tweets about how wonderful Ruth Bader Ginsburg was. And, and, and you're right. She seemed like a nice lady. She was a good friend of Antonin Scalia. Scalia's son came out and said they had a great relationship. They hung out together and went to dinner with the wives and all that. Seemed like a nice lady. She was a radical left-wing, uh, left-winger. She was a reliable left-wing vote. She didn't really matter. She was on one side. Of the court, and you know Clarence Thomas is on the other. There was nothing; she didn't do anything courageous. She didn't ever buck her party or or her, never, her. There side. hasn't
1: been a single Supreme Court decision in which you're like, "Oh man, RBG voted that way." That's right. crazy. Never. It's I happened mean, with Kagan. It's happened with Gorsuch. It's happened with some of them, but she's not one like Clarence know, Thomas. Happened, the other right. Guys, right. Like Clarence Thomas, so Thomas voting
0: every time. Yeah, and Clarence Thomas on one side, she's on the other. You would never hear the kind of outright hero worship of Clarence Thomas that you hear about Ruth Bader Ginsburg and all her principles. And she held up her, she kept this country's ideals, uh, held up the idea. And I'm saying, and I've been researching it. I've been reading saying what was so bold about what she did or said or wrote. There's nothing. I mean, she just was a reliable, rock solid left wing vote. God bless her. That's the system, you know, that, uh, you know the the Democrats have their guys and Republicans have their guys, and she's one of their guys. And everybody was tweeting. I mean, I was writing down some of it. Uh, Tim McGraw, uh, uh, Tom Brady, Tom Brady tweeting about what a wonderful you know life she led and all that. And I threw the question out there: just could you name one thing she did? You got
1: ratio, Jerry.
0: You got ratio. I got ratio. Just name one thing she said, did, or wrote that that you. Uh, that you could point to that makes her such a courageous, such a hero, you know, such an icon. What's one thing? And not only did Brady not respond; he was busy, you know, playing an NFL game. did get back to you? No, not yet. But oh, but, okay. but I'm I'm serious when I say I didn't have one liberal. I mean, lots of them, lots of them reached out to me and said, you know, you suck and all that as usual. But they don't come out and say, was that decision in you know 19 uh, whatever 1998? She did this and said this and wrote that. To the gay rights, thing, you know, gay marriage. There's been a lot of socially progressive things that she's voted yes on. No, sure, but do you think that's why Tom Brady and Tim McGraw thought she? Lived no, away Tom Brady's more? doing it because it's trendy, right? It's
1: Tom Brady will do whatever everyone else is doing.
0: He's not. It's, but you could. I'm telling you, for that question, I mean, if you get some, uh, you know, getting an argument with some liberals, yeah. say. Give me just give me an example of one this thing. Is why, this is why you got to be on TikTok, Jerry. TikTok, they oh. have the
2: answer.
1: Holy fucking shit, you guys! I'm driving your car, but I just got a notification that Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. Fuck! Could this year get any fucking worse?
0: There you go. That's so great. I love those. I love those videos. I love those screaming liberals. I love watching. Uh, them outside lindsey graham's house last night i mean it's this this is just the worst i I said this all summer and we've talked about it there's more coming you know we got 43 days to the election there's just more coming like for instance a vaccine how about that on the same day that amy coney barrett gets confirmed by the senate a vaccine comes out. Would that not be, send these kind of liberals over the edge? MAGA! MAGA <laughs> if that happens.
1: Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine
0: that. Just, you know, it's like October 28th. She can announce it
1: at the ceremony. She brings <laughs> the vaccine right. with her. Donald Trump, I have a surprise for America. As my first act, I would like to introduce the vaccine. And then See, Twitter would censor her.
0: The reason this woman's going crazy, and you've seen a few others like her, uh, is... That they're they're not going to be able to Kavanaugh, Barrett, or and the other woman, even though she was involved in the Epstein sentencing, oh. to, just say it's Barrett. And know she's a devout Catholic. They're going to go after her for that. Yes. Good, oh, you good,
1: you act like that's not an American tradition, Jerry. Good luck.
0: Good luck. Catholics is a
1: very popular American tradition. How many Catholic presidents have there been, Jerry? Uh, there's been, uh, one, the same amount as black presidents. Okay. So th- that, 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 basically tells and you, I don't
0: count else. JFK wasn't real Catholic.
1: Yeah, I, this I, country I just, is filled with anti-Catholic bigotry. I'm kind of one of them. I wrote a post over the weekend shitting on the Catholic church. It's very, they've done some horrible things, right? So it's, it's quite easy to dislike the Catholic church and they're going to go after her faith and some things she said. And it's I, gonna believe, get
0: Ask, I believe five or six of the judges are Catholic. On the court, uh, raised Catholic. I mean, obviously, they're not uh, devout. Obviously, the ones the left, you know, the Sotomayors and Kagans who vote for you know abortion in the tri- in the fourth trimester, they don't. They're not is practicing Kavanaugh
2: Catholics. A Catholic?
0: Kavanaugh Cav- is Catholic? Catholic. that Catholic? Yes. I mean, okay. Yeah.
1: They they uh, found other things to go after him for though. So
0: right. They, right. They, they well, they know they it. made it up, but the, which is why it's going to be difficult. It will, they be. will make they will make stuff up, but I mean, at some point even the uh, the most gullible the most naive out there are going to say okay you're you're getting silly now it reached that point when they marched out Julie Swetnick and Michael Avenatti and said they were having gang rapes or they were raping a girl on a boat you know on off Rhode island i mean they were just making stuff up and at this point when they come out and say amy coney barrett is a is a devil worshipper who has uh, you know she she killed a, a hitchhiker one night in uh, back in her college days or you know she's She's uh, on crystal meth right now. I mean, they're gonna just make stuff up, but who's gonna believe them? Uh
1: you know, their base will obviously. Yamichi, Yamichi will. will definitely believe. Yamichi you know, is ready to believe whatever it is you tell her and whatever she infers from that as well.
0: Right. It's gonna be fascinating. I'm I'm telling you, I love this theater. Um, I I love the NFL. I had a great time watching the NFL yesterday, the US Open but i'm telling you this hearing for her or whoever uh, whoever the nominee is is just going to be wild it's going to be like it feels like a sport i feel again like i'm watching you know trump versus the world and it's and it's the best sport uh we got going for us right now and it's going to have to be fast tracked you know obviously 43 days he's got to name it they going to have hearings you know however brief and they're going to have a vote before the election and the and and you know what you know what else is going to happen? More rioting, more looting.
1: Oh, I can't wait! It, that's great for us. That's great, though. I love how they've it's been so If We don't get I, what we want. We're going to riot. Oh no! <laughs> don't burn another one of your cities down. That would no. be a
0: shame. It, it, so, it pulls so well. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking this over the weekend. You're gonna, you mean you're gonna something different? You're gonna get upset and you're gonna Are gonna like break windows and set fires? Aren't you already doing that? Yeah, I mean, can
1: you mix it up a little bit this time? Can you make it seasonal? Can you throw some pumpkin spice on there? I don't know. something. They're, gonna,
0: like- go, they're going to people's houses now. That's the thing. Going to, like I said, Mitch McConnell's and Lindsey Graham's houses. And they're going to attack them personally. They'll personally go after Mitt, as you know. I mean, obviously, Susan Collins already buckled, which is pathetic in my opinion. I'm not sure who she wins over up in Maine when she just rolls over and says, you know, I'm afraid of the mob. I'll do whatever you want. Or Murkowski. She's despicable.
1: Murkowski but, shouldn't even be a senator. She lost the Republican prime. You should research how the hell that corrupt loser became a United States senator. Because she didn't vote for Kavanaugh either. She's a real snake. I hate her. She is
0: the worst. And we're done with her, which is good. But and she then,
1: has no reason because she's from Alaska.
0: That's a that's a solid red state. I know. I don't get it. I don't get what you what you accomplish by saying, you know, I'm going to go with the Democrats. You think they're going to reward you somehow? I mean, you think think that you're going to be able to hang out with Andrea Mitchell? Well, they want to have high tea with Chris Coons. That's that's what they're going to get. All right. Well, you know what? They still have a chance. Their guy is still leading in uh, the polls. Not that the national polls matter, but their guy, Biden. And you know why I think he's got a chance? Because I didn't realize this, Turtle Boy. I did not know. I knew, you know, the the COVID, the China virus was a problem. We've lost, I think, about 10,000 people to the virus in this country now. 200,000 have died with the virus. I believe about 10,000 have died from the virus. Big difference, but you won't hear that in the media. I didn't know it was this big a deal. According to Joe Biden, more than half the country has succumbed to the virus. Quite Um, a lot of people. Yes. And uh, perhaps, most cruelly
2: of all, If Donald Trump has his way, the complications from COVID-19, which are well beyond what they should be. It's estimated that 200 million people have died probably by the time I finish this talk.
0: (laughs) That's their candidate. That's why they're you saw that screaming lady in the in the car. That's why they're out there. They're losing their minds. Because that's their hope right there. All their hopes and dreams are invested in a man who cannot even read coherently anymore. That's all on a teleprompter right in front of him. I'm pretty sure his his handlers, his aides, didn't write 200 million. You know, they wrote 200,000, and he reads it and says 200 million. That's all, and, and he wouldn't take a single question. Again, he won't answer a question. Here's where you. Got he seemed off. sick yesterday when he came
1: out. It was like, oh my Jesus! Even his commercials, he sounds weak, and they're the, all recorded. He, where where's he been all weekend? He was like, this is a big weekend. Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. You should be out fundraising, like get in the troops rallied, and you're nowhere to be found.
0: Somebody pointed this out. There was a big rally outside the Supreme Court from uh, for liberals on Saturday night. Correct? Yes, yeah, Saturday night. Right. No COVID. Big rep. Well, yeah, the virus doesn't uh, yes. affect people when they're. Uh, in the, the woke mob is not affected by the virus, but Liz Warren decided to leave her you know penthouse suite in in d c in Georgetown and go down and you know talk to the to the mobs and they loved it it was huge. all Biden had to do was get in a whatever got a car you know get in a suburban sit in the back and take a nap, have someone drive him to d c stand in front of that mob, and he would have won the day stand in front of that mob and say yeah. we have to honor Ruth Bader Ginsburg instead he was home in bed or whatever but here's uh, there's never been a day where you got to see the contrast of these two candidates like Saturday on Saturday morning at 8:30 the Biden campaign announced there was a lid for the day that means no news he's not making any appearances 8:30 a.m. the day after Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies their candidate was incapable. I don't think he just decided to take a day off. There was a problem. There had to be. There had to be an issue. He decides to take the day off and not appear anywhere and not speak on Saturday. You know what happened at eleven thirty that night? That would be uh, that'd be fifteen hours later. Donald Trump was calling Colby Covington, the uh, MMA fighter, the big MAGA fighter, who is a big Trump guy. He wears the MAGA hat. He won his fight, uh, and then he went on a sp- speech about how great America is. I know that's that's kind of controversial this day and age about how he doesn't hate America. Trump calls him in the middle of the press conference. Biden's been in bed for like six hours already, and Trump, who's been working all day, campaigning, speaking, making appearances, is on the phone with this MMA guy uh, at almost midnight.
2: So no one's ever finished him like that and beat him that dramatically. So this is the best I've ever looked. And oh the POTUS is calling me. Mr. President. You wanna put that on speaker for us or what? Mr. President. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna try and get Donald on speaker phone. Let's see. Okay, thank you. Covington, right? Yeah, this is Colby Covington. All right, well, you, thank you so much. You might want to just give him a warning he is on speakerphone though. <laughs> this is a first thank you so much you are you are a great fighter man I've got you. you make it so easy i don't
0: know how to do that. <laughs> congratulations i wanted to watch that fight tonight that i wanted to watch it you were great that is so uh, awesome <laughs> and, and he beat a guy who was a big black lives matter guy right the guy he beat was uh you know was was not a MAGA guy.
1: Talk about a sport uh, that gets it. They were the first to defy the the lockdown. They kept right. they kept going anyway. They're run by Dana White, a conservative who just can't,
0: knows how to make money. What a sport! I don't even and, like and football and, football. and God knows there's a lot of contact involved. It, it is uh, it 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 does it is defiant. They are defiant. Dana White's defiant. They, hell, he was going to go to an island if they wouldn't let him have fights and you know go to his own island and and have fights and put him on. Uh, pay-per-view or whatever. I didn't watch it either, but he's my new favorite MMA guy, Kobe, Colby Covington, uh, unabashed MAGA supporter. But that's the difference. Biden can't even stay up that late. The idea, even I don't care. I mean, I understand people hate Trump and I understand you know liberals are going to liberal, but is there one liberal who looks at Biden and says, yeah, he's our guy, that he's, you know, I believe in him. No, is there no, one? No, I mean, well, they're just like
1: he's the vehicle. He's the Trojan Biden. He's going to get the Trojan like guys just lost his mind, and they're all going to come in there. AOC is going to jump out as soon as he jumps in. They all know that. That's the if, if if Liz Warren had won,
0: or you know, of uh, you name it, Klobuchar or Pete Mayor Pete, they would be screaming today all day, all weekend. They would have been screaming about. You know, this isn't fair. The Republicans are hypocrites and we need to, you know, we need to wait on this. And they would just make it the most divisive issue, the most emotional issue. Biden doesn't, he comes out and can't even read a teleprompter. It is, it is such a mistake. Both candidates, Biden and, and Kamala are just, they just, they have no appeal at all. I understand they right. hate of Trump. I don't, I don't think there's any love for their guy. And that's a problem because this is going to be such an emotional 43 days, such a, such a divisive, crazy polarizing month and a half.
1: Speaking of polarizing, Jerry, I don't know if you heard the news, but tomorrow I'll be leading a peaceful protest in Boston at Roxbury at one o'clock. If anybody would like to join us We'll be protesting for conservative Black Lives Matter. That is the protest that we're having. Conservative
0: Black Lives Matter. I've yeah. never heard of that. That's
1: our that's our new that's our new organization. Conservative like Black Lives
0: Matter. Is that yes, the- conservative CPLM? Black Lives Matter.
1: Because people it. like our friend Rayla Campbell are discriminated against every single day for having the audacity to think independently. So we will be down there. Monica Canning-Grant is actually holding a protest against the Boston police and me because I obtained a publicly available police report that she made against me that called me a white supremacist and she'll be protesting there. So we will be holding our own counter peaceful protest at Boston police headquarters at 1 p.m.
0: Boston police headquarters, 1 p.m. in Roxbury. That's correct. And uh, you expecting a big crowd? Is it going to get violent?
1: Uh, no, we shall. Uh, Jerry, we don't believe in that you kind don't of believe in violence. We, are, we follow Martin Luther King and Gandhi and John Lewis. Those are our heroes. Right. Uh, so we will be following their lead and just praying for them and hoping that uh, they can stop being racist. So,
0: Will, I, I don't know how the virus works on conservative Black Lives Matter. That's a that's a tough question. I mean, we could yeah. check with an epidemiologist. I know it doesn't affect. And well, didn't go well for I, Herman Cain. Didn't go well for Herman Cain. Okay, so I guess I guess. Not.
1: I so guess will you not be socially?
0: Doing. Will you be socially distancing? Will you be I will wearing not. your mask? I will not be doing that. No, I right. have a black. I have a Blue Lives Matter mask, by the way. So I'm I'm ready for uh for anything. But um,
2: hey, can I get uh turtle boys take on one headline that i saw over the weekend that fired me up and i just want to get his take because he loves this before he has to go entertain his crotch fruit for the entire day yes I do. Uh, it's a 50%. group of a group of spotify staffers are now reportedly pushing to <laughs> introduce direct editing oversight over the joe rogan experience before the pod before the episodes go live that includes content flags trigger warnings references to fact check information or simply refusing to publish an episode at all spotify about a month into the deal is already having an internal backlash over his content what now
1: is rogan thinking
0: insane don't you think he's his contract has some language where they can't do that but just saying it just thinking it that we need to control the content of the Joe Rogan experience. Didn't uh, he go to he, Spotify to avoid this? Yes. That, that was I, he, this
2: actually probably turns into a legal issue and he ends up winning again. He'll probably get good. some payout to leave and then just get own his content all over again. It's it's amazing how this and By works. the way,
0: I, I listen to him occasionally and uh, sometimes it's good, sometimes not. He's, he's not very political. I mean, what do they think of all the – there's lots of political podcasts – very popular ones. Um, he's not one of them. You know, he he does interviews. You know, he he's a libertarian sort of. He liked Bernie Sanders. He uh, he
1: just finds a way to agree with whoever he has on. That's all he wants. He just he doesn't like Biden,
0: which is you know. But but he's just being honest. So they would like to like flag the content or remove the content if he's not. Um, Quite uh, politically correct enough for them. That's amazing. By the way, the
2: other thing is, like, he's he's not a journalist. He's a podcast host. He's a commentator. He's an opinion guy. He's a comedian. He's, he's a, a stand-up comedian. comic. He didn't. I mean, yes, he this weekend. I, I don't know if you saw that. He apologized for what? What was it that he said? People got arrested. Yes. for he said some of the right?
0: arsonists yes. were uh, liberal, what uh, activists, and it's it was it's true. I One mean. of them was a committed, you know, Antifa guy who set fires. They arrested him, bailed him out. He went back and set more fires. He was right.
2: But I don't he, done, yeah, he, comes out, he apologizes for what he deemed to be a mistake, whether you think so or not. And he still gets just fucking ripped to shreds. And like, it's like, he doesn't have to apologize to you. He's a commentator. He's not this isn't like he's not reporting for CNN news when he does his podcast. He's going to screw up. We all screw up in those moments. I like, hope he, he does
0: two, two middle fingers. I hope he uh, gives him two middle fingers and says, screw you. I have a contract. You're not going to touch my content. Just give me the 20 million and and, and leave me alone. Yep, that's probably going to happen. I mean, he has to, right? He can't. Of
1: course, he, he's going to. His brand would be ruined if he right. did anything but that.
0: It's. I mean, he's one who can do that. He can. He's you know not uh, at the mercy of of big tech at this point. Although you never know. You never know. They're out of control. Right, Turtle Boy?
1: No, oh, oh, tell, you, you, you're, you're talking to the guy who invented tech censorship.
0: Well, what did the uh, Turtle Boy quotes uh, twi- Twitter account got suspended for yes, what? Yes, for quoting for me.
1: So the Turtle Boy quotes accounts just exist to quote me during shows like this. And they quoted me and they got suspended for seven days because I say, I call their uh, ratchet
0: ass, I believe. <laughs> Called who ratchet ass? Uh,
1: not a, uh, a ratchet ass hoe, I believe was the word. I called her that, uh, and he quoted me. Maybe he should pick and choose what he quotes better. I don't know. I don't so even remember saying that to be
0: perfectly honest. The, the the account was suspended for a week.
1: Yes, well, it's been suspended for twenty four hours before, so now they're up to seven. I think that's the last straw. So
0: right. well, well, they got one more. Happens. Yeah, they're yeah, they're gonna keep coming, man. They're gonna keep coming, and if, if Biden wins, it's gonna get worse. It's gonna get scary. It already is scary, but it's gonna get crazier. Uh, can't wait. We'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see what happens in the next 43 days. We'll see what happens when he names. I think, I think in the next two days, Trump's oh, gonna to. have a name. And I'll have it uh, by Tuesday, he has to. There's by Tuesday, i do it. And then, you know what, that this poor woman doesn't know what's what she's in for. And this man, whether it's uh, whoever knows. it is, Amy, Amy Coney Bright does not know by Tuesday, they'll be outside her house with like uh megaphones and and you know, trumpets and drums and um you know they will they will harass her she's got seven kids including two that she adopted from haiti those children don't know what they're in for her husband doesn't know what he's in for they are going to attack like we've never seen them attack before which is why i'm glad it's one of those days i'm glad donald j trump is in the white house and not willard mitt romney or uh you know some other squish trump is ready for this fight it's going to be great cannot wait yeah. all right turtle boy uh you can follow him on uh, Twitter and you can follow you read his blogs at TBdailynews.com. You got anything good up there? You mentioned something earlier.
1: Oh, you know, we'll have some good content. I got a lot in a lot in the inbox this morning, but tomorrow is a big day. I'm really Tomorrow's a big tomorrow. day, one
0: PM at the police headquarters in Roxbury. You can, can see I'll be live streaming uh, it. Live streaming up on the conservative YouTube Black Lives Matter and Free Speech and Turtle Boy. You can see him there. You can meet him. You can get a selfie with him. And, Absolutely.
1: Uh, no masks.
0: Just no masks and no social distancing. You can kill him. Just breathe on him time thanks aiden and thanks to uh dcu and thanks to shake concrete and allied paving anything else uh no domain? that's it
2: that's it uh new weeks so that means more reviews we re- we need more reviews uh go to apple podcast rate review subscribe
0: rate review subscribe thanks to yep. everybody who's uh who's done that already we got lots of lots of reviews lots of ratings Uh, But uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, telling your friends. We need all the help we can get. Uh, I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't. Can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast.